Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's been a little excitement for South Island bird lovers with a possible sighting of a kōkākō in Southland. The endangered songbird is thought to be extinct in the South Islands. Inga Perkins is the manager of the South Island Kōkākō Charitable Trust. She has faith, and she joins me now. Hi, Inga. Hi, Jesse. We definitely have faith, and we definitely do not believe it's extinct in the South Island. Nice to talk to you again. How long have you been searching for this bird well, I've been involved for the last seven and a half years, but our expert, Reese Buckingham, has been looking for over 40 years. You've been uh, hoping for sightings and hoping to hear the bird as well. And you and I have talked before, I think, on the show. It's a, a great mm-hmm. and exciting search with, you would have to admit, scant evidence for this bird, but enough to keep the search alive. Yes, perhaps not scant, but certainly tricky. And we've every year at our trust AGM, we review the value of continuing. And each year we think there is hope. Some of the sightings have given us great hope. Some of the searches, the follow-up searches we've been doing have given us hope. And science is giving us hope, whether it's environmental DNA, perhaps through Otago University or bioacoustics and fancy algorithms and um artificial intelligence from Victoria University and our maths professor friend there, Stephen Marsden. So there's lots of things for us to to keep hoping for and with. Why does it matter? Why do you care whether there are any kōkākō on South Island or not? That's a great question. And extinctions are something that we all should be concerned about. I mean, there's there's been extinctions forever. There's been extinction episodes over the the lifetime of the planet, but and life up, upon it. But if we are involved in causing the extinction of a species, if it's a human induced loss, which this would be, if it if or ha- if it has occurred or if it will occur, then we should be um, concerned. The, there's a hall of shame, pretty much at the um, at Zealandia in Wellington, showing the species that have become extinct since humans arrived in New Zealand and and it's it's a tragedy and we want to try and find this bird before it's too late so that it can be conserved appropriately and and it's part of a very valuable ecosystem it's part of the forest bird species it's part of the spreading of seeds and and those sort of things It, it has its part to play in that ecosystem. Are you looking for the same birds as people sometimes spot very occasionally, I have to say, spots in the North Island, or is the South Island kōkākō a different species? Does it look and sound different? What's the story? It is different. It looks very similar apart from it has blue, sorry, the North Island bird has the blue wattles that you'll see on the $50 note. Our South Island bird has orange wattles. Um, there may be a tiny difference in the size, but but they're basically a, a plain grey or bluish grey throughout the body with a, a black face. Um, very similar size and possibly the calls are slightly different but we're working on the fact that they're largely similar because we use 
recordings of the North Island Corps call to try and motivate a response from a South Island Corps, mm. particularly a juvenile or a, or a bird that's under stress in the North Island. Let's have a listen to the Kōkākō song uh, now to remind people or maybe to play it for people for the first time if they don't know this beautiful melody. not a melody but it's still beautiful isn't it Inga? it is i couldn't quite hear that but i expect the one that you played is 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 um it sort of has haunting notes organ-like mm. or flute-like notes and and they're really very different to the the common sounds of the forest birds so so with our public campaign that we launched uh seven years ago we got a ten thousand dollar reward for evidence to confirm this bird's um existence still um we try and point out that it it does sound different and it might it, the sound might be different to the birds you normally hear the bellbirds the tui the, mm. the kaka and it might stop you in your tracks if you're walking through the forest you generally become familiar with the the bird song and the other forest sounds and even the local dialect sometimes the um the birds the tui or the bellbirds they might have a local dialect so even if you're familiar with you you become familiar with those and then perhaps something will stand out a different call and we quite often get reports of we just heard something different people might say to us yeah. and, and it's really hard to to take um interpret that or give it a rating but we encourage people to keep their eyes open see if they can follow up with that sound to see what they've to get to, to find out what that, what has made it see what has made it and if they can obviously get a photograph or and we encourage them to use their cameras and phones to record any sounds that, that are out there and we've had over 400 423 i think it was the last count at um since we launched this campaign uh, and we about 20% of them we've rated as probable about 18% we've been able to exclude on the basis of um lots of details from the person reporting it whether it's a recording or a photo or really good description so we can confirm a different ver- a different bird in those cases so tell me about this report from southland this was very exciting our expert reese um was very excited about it and We've been trying to we give the rate we rate the report sorry um, probable possible not enough information or exclude or, or definitely not that sort of thing, but the probable ones he he wants to go a bit further and say this one needs a, an urgent follow up and this was one of those he was very excited about it. Uh, it was actually on private land um, between two areas of public conservation land, about thirteen kilometres uh, west of Tuatapere and and a hunter has. Um, seen and heard a bird that we can only assume is a South Island Kokako. So we, we've got in touch with the landowners there who have a sustainable forestry operation and they do a bit of trapping there which is encouraging. It's right next to an ecological area of docks so there must be some trapping there I presume and an area to the west a few kilometres to, to the west of this report. We had a report about 10 years ago also of a, of actually two birds being sighted, two large grey birds. So all of that added up to very promising and we've just asked people if they have the opportunity to go there with the permission of the landowners and a, and a small permit process to see if they could follow up for us. So it's big news for you? It is big news. Um, it was, you know, The description of it was really encouraging, the sighting of a grey bird, the way it glided across the clearing, um, the sound that it made, the sort of chime and we and it uh, we asked the, the the hunter to um, consider some 
sounds that we believe are called Kako calls. And he identified a couple that fitted really, really well. So that was marvellous. And in fact, in December, we had another good report from the Old Ghost Road up on the West Coast. Uh, they also saw a large grey bird, didn't hear any calls. But that one also, they, I mean, both instances, it was described as a large grey bird, grey blue bird, long tail and gliding. They're, they don't seem to be great flappers or flyers, but uh, the um, we think that was also another another good one to be following up. And the Old Ghost Road people, the uh, Mokihinui Lyle Backcountry Trust, will be sharing that with their their networks as well to uh, encourage people to keep their eyes and ears open when they're walking or cycling along the Old Ghost Road. This has got to give you quite a boost. It does. It's quite a buzz as well. <laughs> it's pretty exciting when we get positive sightings like this, positive reports. And in fact, um, speaking of sightings, we're just um, we're just about to collaborate with a, an Australian professor working on extinction modelling. That might it might sound a bit negative, but actually, it's quite interesting. And I'm obviously hopeful that the extinction modelling will show that extinction is sometime in the future, not in the past. But the, that their uh, modelling looks particularly at reports of sightings, and they've used that for things like the Tasmanian tiger and other species. So that'll be a really interesting project getting going next month. Okay, and until then, what's the message to people, particularly people in the South Island, who are listening today? Thank you. That um, It's a very clear message of looking and listening for unusual bird signs and sounds when you're out in the native forests of South and Stewart Islands. could be anywhere. You could be on a track tramping on or cycling or hunting or doing trapping or all of those sorts of things. Sometimes in some places like the Takaka Hills or even the Haas Pass and... Um, in southwest and people have reported possibly seeing the bird flying across the road so you don't even have to be tramping miles from anywhere you might even be driving so just keeping eyes and ears peeled in those native forests um and we've got a, a map on our website um we we all the reports that we have we we rate them and then we add them to a, a map so that people can have a look at the map to see if an area where they're going is a hotspot for these sightings or or they could choose to go to a hotspot for the next tramp. So there's plenty of information there to encourage people to to find out more and to be looking and listening when they're out and about. Who's stumping up the $10,000 if they claim the reward? <laughs> well, one, uh, sadly, um, our trust was founded in 2006 by Nigel Babbage, Ron Nilsson and Rhys Buckingham. And Nigel kindly stumped up the first half of that. And then the Morgan Foundation stumped up the second half. So um, Nigel and Ron tragically died a year and a half ago um, separately. Um, so we're missing them enormously. But Reese is keeping us going. We've got a wonderful team of trustees pushing this along. But that $10,000 sits there and we would just be delighted to uh, award that when we get that evidence. We're really, really keen to do that. And in the background, we had some support last year for some searches from Rewild, an organization, uh, American organization. Their founding board member, in fact, is Leonardo DiCaprio. And he did a, a Instagram post last year to his 60-odd million followers. So that was handy. That got the word out a little wow. bit. Wow. <laughs> but Rewild have um, managed to find us a bit of funding from Allbirds, also a New Zealand connection, um, to help the um, search last year. And that got us searching some search effort into the Abel Tasman and Kaharangi National Parks, following up some really good reports there. So we're hoping to continue to do that. So... The other really important thing that people can help with is donations. We always need those to maintain this effort, and we believe it's a really important one. We're the only organisation doing this to try and confirm that this bird's still there. And uh, and Doc, they accepted a couple of sightings near Reefton in 2007, and, and in 2013 they changed 
that um, classification, that status of the bird from extinct to data deficient. And data deficient simply means that they just n don't know. They don't know enough to be able to rate it yeah, adequately. It. So, uh, yeah, we need more information. Thanks, and that's, and that's what we're doing. Really nice to talk to you today. Appreciate your time and good luck. Make sure you call me first if you uh, get any more sightings, okay? <laughs> Thank you very much. Inga Perkins from the South Island Kōkako Charitable Trust. Uh, Chris says, Jesse, can you please play some more Kōkako songs or noises? I'm sure I heard one and saw one in Tokumaru Bay a few weeks ago in January. It made noises I hadn't heard before. It was definitely uh, long tail and grey bluish. Well, Chris... Uh, this is a little snippet of the Kōkāko. Good luck. Good luck. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.